Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, a podcast series brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Herb Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. Impacting Jamaica shines the spotlight on the many, but often ignored, positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy. I'm Neil Armstrong and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. I'm with Daniela Johnson, who is seeking the candidacy of the Liberal Party of Canada in Brampton Centre, Ontario. Welcome, Daniela. Thank you, Neil. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be joining the Impacting Jamaica podcast today. You're welcome. Why did you decide to seek this candidacy now? That's a, that's a great question. I'm so glad you asked. Um, you know, when I look at, uh, you know, the land, the political landscape, I see, you know, there's a need for more diverse representation that we're seeing it more and more. We need more diverse representation in Ottawa. We need more diverse representation in Brampton. Um, and ultimately, we need more representation at all levels. I know you, 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 you live in Guelph, Ontario, and I'm wondering what's your, what's your connection to Brampton? Yes, I do. I do. So I, I, I do live in Guelph, um, but my connection to Brampton is is that growing up, uh, I grew up in Kitchener, but Brampton was like a second home given, um, you know, how often my family and myself, uh, you know, were was in Brampton. Um, I have quite a, a large uh, number of family members who still live in Brampton. Um, so for me, growing up, you know, I've seen the growth of the city. Uh, and, um, you know, I, as I said, it, it's like a second home to me. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of second home, because this podcast series is called Impacting Jamaica. I'm curious about your, your, your Jamaican connection. Right, right. So, so I was born and raised uh, in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, however, my uh, my family is, is is from Jamaica. My grandma was was born in uh, in Clarendon. Uh, grew up in Spalding. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my in laws, my my husband and uh, his family are from uh, St. Catharines in the Guys Hill area um, uh, and St. Mary's, and uh, later moved to Kingston. Actually, on both sides of the family, uh, moved moved to Kingston, and that's where they spent more most of their uh, adult life so for me you know uh, the Jamaican heritage is strong and even though I was born and raised in Canada you know my, my family made sure to you know instill uh, you know those values and, and growing up uh, one of my fondest memories is that my grandparents would actually take me back to Jamaica um, on a yearly basis so uh, you know I, I really appreciate having that growing up mm-hmm. and uh, the, the last time I was in Jamaica was December uh, 2019 just before the pandemic so uh, I'm looking Looking forward to when we can safely travel and I can go back home and visit uh, mm-hmm. family and friends. What 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 are some of the the things you like doing once you're there? Oh, on, just definitely visiting family mm-hmm. um, and going to the beach and you know mm-hmm. relaxing, mm-hmm. getting getting some good food. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it's it's a nice time to to you know refresh and uh, reconnect with family members who you know I've mm-hmm. only spoken to on the phone and haven't had a chance to to see face to face in, in some time. So mm-hmm. uh, for me, it's always it's always about reconnecting. Mm-hmm. Um, how how did public service become your your career choice? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and, you know, that's, that's another great question. So as I speak about family and, and my roots, uh, you know, going back, one thing that my, you know, my family, my parents, my grandparents always instilled in me was, um, you know, the, the value in giving back. Um, and so, you know, 
working hard, you know, being involved in community. Uh, those are those are values that I, I carry with me, and those are values that have really shaped the person that I am. Um, and so, when it comes to public service, uh, I've always had that lens uh, where I'm looking at, you know, how can I, you know, do for my community? How can I be involved? How can I help uh, to make, you know, a, a better future for all of us? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was really, you know, my motivation uh, when it came to public service. Mm-hmm. No, 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 Brampton. Brampton Centre, looking at it on the map, seems uh, like a, a big constituency. And I'm wondering what, what are the issues that you want to address if you're selected as the, the federal liberal candidate in Brampton Centre? Uh, what, 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 what have you heard from constituents in, in Brampton Centre? Right. So, so Brampton Center, I mean, Brampton as a whole is, is a very uh, diverse community, mm-hmm. um, uh, very, very, very wonderful community. And, and one of the things uh, that are at the top of my list, and as I mentioned, you know, my motivation for, uh, you know, seeking the nomination uh, is representation. You know, we need to have more representation, you know, for our community, um, you know, for our black, um, indigenous and, and racialized, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to make sure that their voices are heard. And so that is certainly my number one reason for for running mm-hmm. uh, when it when it comes to you know Brampton Center looking at you know how we can have uh, more investments in in our uh, black and racialized uh, you know communities uh, so looking at economic developments and, and economic empowerment um, another piece that's really uh, you know key for me is you know a black mental health so mm-hmm. mental health on a whole mm-hmm. um but if we look at uh you know the mental health of our black community uh, especially in brampton where you know we have a lot of individuals who are working on the front lines mm-hmm. um and, and during you know the time that we're in with the pandemic uh this is going to be an area that we really need to focus on and have the necessary supports uh and and uh investments in order to uh make sure that our, you know, our people are well taken care of um, so those are certainly, you know, some of the areas. Uh, another area just being um, youth. You know, for me as a, as a younger person, um, you know, moving forward and then saying, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to, to run, um, another piece for me is really around our youth and, and you know, making sure that, um, you know, we're taking care of our youth today, but also looking at uh, the, their future um, and ensuring that the best future uh, is in place uh, mm-hmm. for our young people. You, you've held senior roles at Lyft Philanthropy Partners and, and the Ontario Trillium Foundation. How, how does your work there equip you for representational politics? Right. So, you know, I've, I've taken so much um, and learned so much, you know, through my career. Uh, and, and so, you know, my work specifically, you mentioned the Ontario Trillium Foundation uh, and that list for philanthropy partners. Uh, so one of the key things is being able to, you know, communicate effectively um, in order to get things done. Uh, another piece is really working, being able to work in collaboration. So for me, you know, those are really two things that I'll be bringing forward to me, bringing forward with me, um, you know, as I seek this nomination. And, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm hopefully successful uh, in becoming the Liberal MP for Brampton Centre, because, you know, there are a lot of um, areas in which we need to focus on, but we need to be able to communicate effectively to get those things done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I'll certainly be taking that with me, but also, you know, being able to work in partnership, the, the collaborative piece, working with our community leaders, being able to, to listen and engage and really be present in the community, mm-hmm. Um, is something that, uh, you know, I've learned uh, 
because of my work, you know, in the social uh, impact sector um, and in, you know, social services. Uh, so that, you know, that is a big piece for me that I carry forward. Can you tell me a bit more about Lyft Philanthropy Partners and, and what it does? Yeah, so, so Lyft is a, is a fantastic organization. I, um, uh, I actually recently just uh, stepped down from my role in order to, you know, focus uh, 100% of my efforts on, you know, the Brampton community and seeking this nomination. But Lyft is a national nonprofit organization that, um, you know, works to support social purpose organizations. So mm-hmm. providing, you know, hands-on support, working with um, uh, Lyft's partner network of, of private sector partners, and really bringing an, a, a business lens uh, to the work that we do. So essentially what we're doing is, is helping social purpose organizations to have greater measurable impact, uh, to grow into scale, um, and to be become investment ready so really setting them up for the future to do you know take the already great work that they're doing um, and have a greater impact uh, in order to benefit um, all Canadians mm-hmm. and so that's that's the work that uh, that takes place at Lish Philanthropy Partners. You spoke earlier about representation mattering and I'm I, I know that uh, some voters have become cynical of, of politicians and their election platform promises and and those who seek office. And, and if selected as the candidate and eventually elected in the upcoming federal election, whenever it happens, what would you say that the residents of Brampton Centre should do to, to hold you accountable? So certainly, you know, will make myself accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, but in order to, you know, hold me accountable, um, you know, I'll, I'll have a, you know, constituency office, um, you know, set up. Uh, I want to uh, engage with the community. We'll look for opportunities to have conversations so I can listen um, and hear. And I, I want to encourage, you know, Brampton residents to not be afraid to um, to share with me, you know, what are your needs? What are the areas that we need to focus on? And how can we work together uh, to ensure that, um, you know, Brampton Center has the best Best representation possible um, and that I am aware of, of what needs to be done so certainly you know having those conversations and really engaging um, I will I will be available for that and I encourage you know the, the constituents within uh, Brampton Centre to to certainly hold me accountable mm-hmm. um, by letting me know exactly what needs to be done and 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 black black representation is important I know organizations like Operation Black Vote Canada is about supporting black candidates who are running in various elections. I know recently you participated in a in a in a in a couple of events uh, over the Mother's Day weekend. How how were those how were those events? Yeah. So uh, thanks for asking about that. So um, you know we have you know such uh, amazing black business leaders uh, within Brampton. And so, you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Uh, one of the, um, the you know, community stalwarts that I was able to, to partner with is the, the owner of uh, Gems, uh, Gems Jerk and Gems um, uh, House of Jerk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what we did was we came together and we, you know, it was Mother's Day weekend and we said, you know, <laughs> there's there's so many mothers doing, you know, such great work. They're on the front lines. Uh, it's a difficult time. There are families that you know maybe could benefit from a meal um so we partnered together um and offered during mother's day uh weekend uh meals so free meals for mothers and families to be able to you know pick up um you know maybe they had a a, a very long shift or a very um you know 
a busy uh, week at work and didn't have time to, you know, prepare a, a meal for their family. Whatever it was, they could they could call and they could come and get a meal and and um, take it back to their family. So, um, gr- very grateful uh, to to Gems for you know allowing me to to partner with them on that initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, and and some other uh, things that we've had going on. So also worked uh, very closely with um, Keep Six organization mm-hmm. um, and Leap Agents uh, as as Keep Six hosted um, a, a discussion on you know the the federal budget that was uh, tabled uh, just recently uh, in April on April nineteenth. Uh, so we had a discussion on that budget and the effects on the Black community. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we, that was a two-part uh, discussion that we had. So we held the first session. Uh, it was it was very positive and well-received. And we were um, asked if we would host a second one. And so we we hosted, we had a second conversation, which um, I participated along alongside, um, you know, my fellow panelists. And we were able to also have um, the Honorable Minister uh, Ahmed Hussein uh, participate as well to mm-hmm. speak about, you know, the budget and the effects on the, on the Black community. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are just a couple of the events that we've had going on. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm certainly looking for, you know, more opportunities uh, to engage with the community and to really hear about opportunities where we can work together and really make a difference for, mm-hmm. for Bramson and Bramson Centre. I, I know that one of the things that uh, I alluded to Operation Black Vote Canada, but others as well, uh, the Jamaican Canadian Association in the past, they have had uh, boot camps for anyone who is considering running in in political in, in elections etc and there was always the the critique of of candidates being placed in candidates of color being placed in in ridings or constituencies where there might not be a chance for them to to perform well and and win i'm wondering in terms of the the, the liberal party of canada apparatus if you feel that you're getting as much support as possible from the federal party? So I can certainly only speak to my experience, and mm-hmm. I'll say that uh, to this point, you know, I've, I've, I've felt um, that I've had very positive and, and good exchanges with the Liberal Party. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, you know, grateful again to have had opportunity to connect with uh, the party um, and with various, you know, MPs, uh, you know, within the area. So um, happy to have had those conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to this point, I've, I've had a very positive experience. I, I want to find out a bit about you and your pursuit of a higher education. I, I see where you, you attended Western University and where you completed a, a BA in psychology and sociology. And I'm and, and, and you're now completing your, your MBA at McMaster University. How was how was the educational experience like for you? in in university in high school as well as in university in ontario also another another great question so if i reflect on my you know my time uh, in high school um so i certainly faced you know some of those challenges that we hear about that you know black students face in terms of 
you know, interactions with with teachers or mm-hmm. guidance counselors. There's mm-hmm. there's one story in particular that you know has really served as a motivation for me, mm-hmm. in that um, you know I remember having a conversation with uh, with a guidance counselor, and, and I'm lucky because you know my parents were very uh, involved, mm-hmm. and so uh, you know I remember having a conversation uh, when it came time uh, to apply for university, and uh, you know I, I was I was discouraged mm-hmm. from you know applying to to the schools that I wanted to apply to mm-hmm. uh, Western, you know, being uh, at, at the, my number one school. And so, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what I was told and what I heard, you know, within school, um, you know, uh, thankfully, and I have to thank, you know, my parents and my family for that support and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, making sure that regardless of what you hear, you still, you know, stick to what your goals are. So I, I applied to um, university uh, and uh, many universities, a few universities, um, and, and was accepted into all of them. So, you know, when I reflect on my my high school experience, that's certainly something that I face. Another another piece that I would mention is, you know, there's that conversation uh, around, uh, you know, academic streaming. So that was certainly something I experienced as well, where it's, you know, uh, do you take the academic or the applied um, option? And oftentimes, times when I was having conversations, you know, the academic uh, option wasn't presented. So if it wasn't for, you know, doing my own research, um, having my family, you know, looking at uh, the options as well, um, I may have, you know, taken a different stream and may have had a different path. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fortunately, you know, I, I, I went through the, the academic stream, went on to university, as you mentioned. Um, I went to the University of Western Ontario in, in, in London, Ontario, um, had, you know, a, a great experience. I, I looked for opportunities to get involved uh, with the student community. I found, um, uh, you know, being involved with the the Black Students Association, the Caribbean Students Association, um, and really just engaging with, you know, our community uh, on campus, you know, really helped, uh, you know, in my my four-year your university journey. So um, certainly having clubs uh, and associations such as those are, are helpful. Uh, when, you know, you're, you can sometimes be, you know, uh, you feel as if you're you're on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that that's a bit of my um, uh, my university career, and um, you know, completing you know my MBA now at this stage in in my life, um, uh, it's it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in that uh, you know, I'm really just focused on on the schoolwork mm-hmm. um, and really you know just gaining the the skills and the knowledge that um, you know are are offered through a, a, a master's program. There is always the the saying that uh, Canada is is a country made up of immigrants, and of course there are many refugees who are here in Canada as well. And I know that you you started your career in social services as a, as a caseworker at Ontario Works for the Ontario Works program in Waterloo Region, doing things that would help people to successfully settle, etc. Can you tell me a bit about that experience? Yes. So um, I worked for the Waterloo Region Immigration Partnership. Um, and that work was really, you know, working in, in partnership with, you know, the settlement sector locally, working with, um, you know, the... Uh, 
healthcare, different different areas. So healthcare, education, business, and really coming together and seeing, you know, what is the opportunity we have here in order to help our immigrants and refugees to uh, successfully, you know, settle and belong, uh, because that sense of belonging is is so important. So um, again, it was really, uh, you know, supporting those organizations within the settlement sector uh, to do to do that work um, and working in partnership uh, and again bringing back, you know, being able to, you know, communicate effectively and and collaborate, um, you know, effectively in order to get things done. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was, you know, being being a part of that work, you know, was it was very uh, important, you know, in my career. Um, and being able to take some of those lessons forward also very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing I'll note too is, um, you know, just uh, in my work uh, with Lyft, I was I was uh, able to also work with organizations working within the settlement sector. Um, and so, you know, there are areas where you know I've certainly seen that growth, mm-hmm. um, you know, within the sector. And, and you know, uh, it's really about you know how do we continue to work together. Um, to continue to help, you know, immigrants and refugees, uh, you know, as they on their journey um, to, to settling uh, in, in Canada. You mentioned earlier that you're a young person, and and I'm wondering for all those who might be listening to us, who are uh, contemplating whether or not to seek office in representational politics, what would be your word to them? regarding that pursuit i would say you know be bold if you're thinking about it do it if you haven't thought about it um you know there there are a lot of people myself included that would love to you know have a conversation about that experience but but be bold and do it we need your voice Mm -hmm. um you know i'm i'm not i'm not just running for me you know granted there's a lot of work that i want to get done Mm -hmm. uh, but i'm running to inspire our young people um, and, you know, I, I hope that our young people um, will be able to see that, you know, there's a path for them. There's a path for them uh, to become successful, um, you know, representatives in government, successful MPs and MPs, uh, MPPs and MPs. Uh, so really, you know, that's that's why that's one of the main reasons why I'm running. And as I, as I said, just just be bold. And if you're if you're thinking about it, just do it because we certainly need you. Mm-hmm. We need your voice. You have a website. Uh, I've looked at it. I've I've seen where you're soliciting volunteers, etc. Uh, can how 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 is that going since the website has been put up? Are you gaining support from volunteers and that sort of thing? Yes, it's going well, but of course, you know, there's a lot of work to do with Mm -hmm. uh, the nomination. Um, And so, you know, I'd always welcome more volunteers, anyone that's interested in helping. uh, You know, we have a great team, um, you know, doing, doing, doing great work to, uh, you know, help, help us get the support that we need in order to secure this nomination. So uh, certainly my call out would be, you know, if anybody is, is uh, interested, we would be more than happy to have you, have you as part of the team, because we certainly can't do it alone. The word pivot has been used a lot since this pandemic started. And it just struck me that you're doing this for the first time when we are grappling with the COVID-19 pandemic. So it becomes difficult to go door to door and talk to people that you would want to engage uh, how, how what has it been like trying to do what you're doing to get your name out there to get the word out there virtually um so certainly focusing on a digital campaign but mm-hmm. um you know as i am i'm i'm 
making phone calls and connecting with, you know, the, the constituents within Brampton Center, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's different. I would certainly love the opportunity to be, you know, knocking on doors and really engaging with, with people face to face. But mm-hmm. I have to look at, um, you know, uh, I have to look at what opportunity we have in front. And so I've been able to have conversations and, you know, some of these conversations, because I'm calling and I'm asking people, you know, how are you? You know, how are you doing? We have to, we have to recognize that, you know, it's been a tough time, mm-hmm. uh, especially given COVID. And so I have to say that I've been able to have some really uh, wonderful conversations. And, 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 you know, one in particular that, that sticks out to me is I spoke to um, one of our, 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 our residents in Brampton Centre, uh, a senior uh, individual. And, you know, as I was I was talking, you know, she just 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 having a conversation, you know, having someone call and ask, how are you um, was something that was, you know, quite significant. And as I was having the conversation, you know, we ended up connecting on a different level because, you know, she shared with me, you know, that feeling of isolation, being a senior, she had, you know, recently lost her husband. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it, it really hit home for me because um, at the end of last year, I actually lost uh, my grandmother, uh, my grandmother, who I was very close to, passed away. And, and not from COVID, but, um, you know, having that conversation and realizing some of the similarities, we were, you know, we ended up having a conversation much longer than I'm sure um, you know, when we started the conversation, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't, she only had a few minutes, but, you know, you recognize that you're still able to connect with people. And so, you know, I think for both of us being able to have that conversation, it was, you know, it was really great. And um, uh, it was really great. And, you know, for me being able to share and speak about my grandmother and, and as I said, you know, just the values that I get from my family, you know, being able to connect with this, this woman on the other end of the phone, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just, it really meant a lot. And I've been able to have conversations like that, uh, with, with so many individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. So even though I'm not able to connect face to face, um, these conversations really do mean a lot. And it's really an opportunity for me to, you know, let people, you know, see who I am and I can share, uh, more than what I might have been able to share on someone's doorstep. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, as we're going, you know, from street to streets, uh, we're having these calls, um, and, and really just connecting on a different level. So, you know, uh, if we're, if we're looking for a silver lining, I'm certainly grateful, um, uh, for, for those, those connections and those conversations. I'm, I'm listening to you. And as I'm listening to you, I'm also looking at your comment regarding a strong commitment to Brampton, where you say, I believe that those who represent us should listen to us, understand us, and care about us, and our Black, Indigenous, and racialized constituents have not always had that level of representation in Ottawa. I hope that you will help me to change this, because we do need the right, passionate, diverse representation around the decision-making tables. And and that that is important to underscore that sitting at the decision-making table is where you can affect equity, diversity, and inclusion. Yeah, there. I mean, there's there's so much there, that, and that's that's why I'm putting that out there because it's it's so important. We need it now more than ever, mm-hmm. um, and I want to be a part of that. As I said, inspiring others mm-hmm. to to step forward and and seeing the path, and and you know, doing what we we can do because we we certainly need our voices at the decision making table. We, you know, there there are people who you know aren't feeling heard, um, and so you know, how do we get their voices? Um, 
you know, to the table. And that is a priority for me. It's digital for you right now in terms of your outreach. And, and this is an opportunity to, to let people know how they can they can find you online to, to know more about your campaign and your goals, etc. where this campaign is concerned. How, how can they do so? Yeah, so um, definitely please visit uh, daniellajohnson.ca. That is the website. I'm also uh, on various social media platforms uh, under the handle at VoteDaniella. So I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, So follow me there for the most up-to-date updates and kind of to see, you know, what's what's happening along this uh, nomination journey. Um, And if you're you're, um, looking just for more information about myself, or the campaign, you know, please visit the website. Uh, there's also information there on how you can join the team, um, you know, sign up, uh, connect with us. Uh, we'd be more than happy to have you and I would be more than happy to, to speak with anybody that reaches out. Thank you so much, Daniela. Thank you, Neil. It's, it's been a pleasure. My guest has been Daniela Johnson, who is seeking the Liberal Party of Canada candidacy for Brampton Centre in Ontario. I'm Neil Armstrong. Thanks for listening. Impacting Jamaica was brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Harib Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email at impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. You'll join us again for another in the series on SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Stitcher, or on Deezer. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy.